It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast, talking real estate around the UAE and available as always on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Well, the weekend, it is continuing. It is a Sunday morning, November the 12th and a busy weekend with the mad, mad Christmas break looming and that checklist of things that you've got to get done before Christmas arrives, which is just 43 days away. And it's always the case that when we hit the very 1st of December, from that day through until the 25th, it is the fastest part I maintain of every year. Well, coming up, we've got seven days of real estate looking back over the UAE Property Week and we reflect back on some of the the talking points, the interviews, the takeaways. There was plenty going on so we will bring you that in just a moment. And I want to use the word magnetism for Dubai's attraction factor. I heard somebody say this last week that Dubai holds this certain type of magnetism and I thought Gee, that's absolutely 100%. Dubai is very magnetic. And you look at the rising nationalities coming to Dubai. This year, we've had the Russians and the Chinese investors, although just yesterday we were talking about maybe the Russians are starting to slow down. But apart from the Russians and the Chinese, we've also got nationalities from South Asia, Africa and Central Asia. Asia, they are showing a growing interest in Dubai's residency programs and that looks set to continue and to grow for next year, for 2024. Remember, we are not a real estate company. We are 100% all about increasing your awareness and knowledge for buying and selling properties. The Dubai Property Podcast. And it's the seven days of property as we look back over the last seven days. And one of the talking points, interestingly, was commission rates. Some developers, if you can believe it, are offering up to 15% on some bulk deals. And we talked about that with Matthew. Yeah, I think that is a substantial figure. And I think it would have to be quite some bulk in order to get 15%. I think, as you alluded to, the Emars and the Kiels of this world are sticking to their guns single digit, I think, 2 to 3% from Emar actually, in some, some uh, development. So to get 15%, which I haven't seen, actually, I think you'd be uh, you'd be looking at a building rather than just uh, three or four units. But I think commissions are going up. And I think they, they tier them quite um, significantly for broken now. So depending on the number of units you're likely to sell, making it very lucrative, especially in that off-plan play. And as you said, you know, 70% of sales now there or thereabouts is coming from off-plan and 15%, uh, a very bullish figure. Um, I'd like to see who's getting it, but you know, certainly the eights and nines is something that I've seen. 
Yeah, so pretty interesting for sure. And just have a look at that uh, Christmas countdown, Matthew. We are only 51 days until Christmas. And how has the real estate market in Dubai performed in terms of transactions, investments? Well, let's have a look at some of the breakdown over the first nine months of uh, 2023 and what some of the factors you think have contributed to to this growth. If we can carry on the trajectory that we've seen in the last nine months, you know, 36.7% increase in value with a 33.8% increase in the number of transactions compared to the nine months in 2022. You know, that's a staggering number, right? I think that when it's in the 30s in terms of growth, especially as you're coming out the other side of the pandemic, we know that Dubai has been a sort of very robust in the way it's handled that. However, these figures are just, uh, you know, super impressive. You know, the number of real estate transactions is over 100,000, 116,000 real estate transactions. You know, the numbers are certainly something that I think, you know, from a global perspective, puts Dubai on the map. And I think that this will continue now as we head into, as you've quite rightly mentioned, what is those last 51 days of the, the year till Christmas? And we're really driving on to make sure that we head into 2024, um, you know, with, uh, with significant growth in front of us as well. Each week, we bring you in-depth real estate discussions, including inspiring stories from homeowners, knowledgeable real estate professionals and economists. Whether you're a buyer, seller or just a real estate enthusiast, we are your ultimate property podcast. Let's have a look at some of the key factors that have contributed to the recent growth and the resilience of the Dubai real estate market. And and how is the market's future really looking? Well, let's look into the future and let's come to you, Maddie. What growth do you think we can expect to see? I think we'll continue to see more of the same. I think the government have put a lot of plans in place. They've done a good job of positioning themselves on the the global stage. There's a lot of draw to the destination. And obviously the real estate growth is linked to the population, which is just continuing to increase quite rapidly. Um, I think there's predictions of another kind of 15% growth next year. Um, So just continuing in the same direction, and that'll be both residential and commercial. I think obviously they predicted that we're going to hit 5.5 million by 2030. So everyone's got to live somewhere. What are some of your friends at the moment in the UK market uh, telling you in terms of are they eyeing Dubai? Is Dubai starting to look a little bit more attractive at the moment? I think so. I think the case for myself, as I've just said, like just increasingly despondent with increasing taxes, cost of living, the weather's a massive one. But real estate in the UK has kind of slowed down a little bit as things were feeling kind of less affordable. So, of course, it does make you look elsewhere. And you're listening to the seven days of real estate around the UAE. And one of the talking points over the last week has been Aldar, yes, making the move into Dubai. I mentioned to Matthew that I was a little bit surprised that it took as long as it did. I think absolutely. I think if it wasn't for the pandemic, we would have probably seen it, like you say, a few years earlier. But I think now is the right time. You know, they launched 600 units 
units the other day. So what's that? So we'll call it 25%, 20% of the total. And again, sold out in a matter of minutes. And I was looking at the breakdown. I think that 70% of the buyers are uh, are clearly not from this region. Uh, so investors coming in, again, buying multiple, giving them an opportunity to, once it's launched, which is what, 2027. So we're talking quite a while away. From the renders I've seen, it looks fantastic. Certainly somewhere where I would look to live. If it was, uh, if it looks like that, it'd be, it'd be amazing. And another talking point this week came from Kevin with an email asking us about gated communities and private schools, which was a perfect question to put to Mario. Well, this is not just a, a, a 30 second answer. Families choose areas based on a variety of reasons. And obviously, proximity to schools is one of them. And getting the children to school will mean either a school run for one of the parents or, or Kevin could avail himself of the services of school buses, which pick up and drop off at varying times before and after schools. Uh, the costs vary between schools and the distance is covered. But typically, if, if he's interested, th- this can cost anywhere between 3,000 to 9,000 dirhams, which in pounds is 660 to uh, just, just under 2,000 pounds. And what about some of the the top schools, uh, Mario? What are some of the the better schools that people should sort of uh, lean in towards, perhaps? Well, I'm I'm not an expert, but I mean, in my opinion, I think that uh, top schools I'm going to mention should be talked about as as the secondary department because I believe that Kevin has uh, teenage children. Dubai College, for example, in Al Sufu too, is a very very good school. The properties that can be found close to here would be in Al Basha, so you can find gated villas in this location. But also, Dubai Hills area is is not too far away from Dubai College. And for the purpose of, of this, if Kevin's interested, the fees there, the annual fees there are approximately 90 to 100,000 dirhams. That's just shy of 20,000, going up to around 22,000 pounds. The next one would be Jumeirah College. This is in Jumeirah 3. Now, Jumeirah 3 is right slap bang in the middle of residential villa communities where expats can live but can only rent. They cannot buy there. This particular school is very sought after. The annual fees are around 75,000 to 94,000. That's 16,500 pounds to just shy of 21,000 pounds. All right, so if you weren't working in real estate, one gets the impression, Mario, uh, probably between you and I, we should open up a private school. Those fees are great. They are, and, and I do know a little bit about schools because actually, although my wife was uh, was 15 years in real estate back in London, she actually embarked on, on a sort of an educational background career here. So uh, I got a lot of information from her. Just quickly going back to the Jumeirah College in Jumeirah 3, I just needed to explain that this location has a concentration of standalone and gated compounds, because I know Kevin was interested in gated communities. These uh, compounds have villas and townhouses, uh, but as I say, they can only be available for rent. And what is your wife's name, Mario? We call her Jax, but it's Jacqueline. Jax. (laughs) 
Okay, Jacqueline, thank you for your assistance this morning, probably being the the support mechanism for a lot of things, I suspect, for Mario's life here in Dubai. Yeah, we've got to sort of acknowledge uh, Jax this morning. (laughs) Yeah, she she always listens, so that'll be amazing that uh, she gets a mention. The quiet power behind Mario. Yeah, for sure. Explore new property destinations where you could live with exclusive interviews covering real estate news and market insights. We cover everything on the Dubai Property Podcast. This is the episode of the diary of a new Dubai real estate agent. And Lillian, tell us a little bit about a deal that almost happened, but didn't quite. Yes, I think um, we focus a lot on the success stories and we sometimes forget that there are the background deals that don't happen. So I've obviously only been working as a broker for the last two and a half weeks and I'm really, really gunning to get that first deal. So I met this really lovely lady while I was out and about. We heard each other's accents and we suddenly realised that we were actually from the same city in Australia, also the same suburb. And there's actually this street in that particular suburb um, where there's a national park full of eucalyptus trees and the cars always have to slow down because of the koalas crossing the road. So we had a bit of rapport over that. And then it came up in conversation that she had a two bed rental in the marina that she wanted to rent out. And it was five or six days later that I actually found her a tenant and I was so excited because I thought, wow, I've, I've made a deal within my first two weeks. And this gentleman was from England. He was really keen. He loved the apartment. He sent through all his documents. He was ready to sign. And then he said, I'm just getting on a plane to go back to London for a week. And then when I come back, I'll be ready to move in. He got on the plane, which is about a seven or eight hour flight. I don't know what happened on that flight, but he got off, rang and said, I'm sorry, I'm not interested anymore. And I was really (laughs) devastated, I have to say. But look, I think that I've got to learn that these things happen all the time. So tell us a little bit about the advice then that you would give yourself if you can look back over, say, the last three months, because there's been quite this build-up from Australia to move into the UAE to Dubai. So what would you give yourself in terms of what you've learned? Yeah, so if I could go back three months, and this goes to anyone who's thinking about transitioning into real estate in any country, actually, or specifically coming over to Dubai, So I would say to myself, focus on one area and learn everything that you can about it. So uh, what I did previously was I tried to learn everything I could about 50 different suburbs in Dubai, which is actually quite difficult. But I would say pick one. So I, for example, right now, I've learned a lot about Dubai Marina. So you learn the average square meter rates, you learn how much the average apartments are going for, different bedroom sizes, learn things like the local restaurants, the nearest schools and what are the school fees. So Mario, for example, talked about schools on Tuesday, following up from Kevin's question from the UK um, about the question about whether you have to live in the gated communities. And, you know, Mario's great advice was pick the place that suits your lifestyle and then find the school. So, for example, I've learned recently that Dubai Marina, uh, which people don't typically associate with families, it actually has three amazing schools within 10 to 15 minutes drive, including the Dubai British School. So, you know, if it suits you, you can actually have the best of both lives. 
So I would learn everything that you can about the, the suburb and then also about processing. So this is about Dubai laws, any procedures um, that involves the land department and the trustee office. I would learn about um, how to actually do the deals. So for example, if you've got a cash to cash uh, buying and selling, if you've got mortgages involved, uh, about leasing laws and how to set up a jury contracts. And then lastly, I think I would tell myself from three months ago, and this is that something that I'm very, very lucky to have, is really make sure that you've got a good support network. So make sure that you've got your family and friends that you can talk to, but also colleagues who are going through the same thing because there's, um, there's a lot of ups and downs in real estate. I think having amazing mentors like yourself, Craig and Mario, who have been in the business for decades and are able to give advice and also a really good manager. So a shout out to my manager, Otterbeck, who's always there for me to answer questions and provide support any time of the day. I think if you have all these um, things in place, so learning, support and knowing about processes, then you'll be right once you arrive. And I think we should probably just mention that if you are looking at coming to Dubai, buying something, get in touch with uh, Lillian and we'll get you onto the podcast because we really want to make this first sale for Lillian so she's got it under her belt. And you don't need to worry about the service because you will be her first client. She is going to absolutely kill it when it comes to service. So there you go, Lillian. There's a little bit of a plug for you and we will follow that first sale. So don't hesitate to get in touch with us at the Dubai Property Podcast and we will put you in contact with her. Thank you, Craig. That's really kind of you. And even if you just want to get in touch to have a chat, I'm always really, really happy to speak to people about any subject. So please do get in touch. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.